now tuned in to the Free Play Media Podcast Network. We are live, Chris Denman and Travis Terrell. He's back in for the Uncensored Podcast today, and we're pleased to be joined on the phone by Ron Funches. He's coming to Helium Comedy Club this weekend. You guys got to go check him out. Very popular and uh, a very slim guy, as we heard on the Adam Carolla show a few months, dropping some weight. First question, Ron, have you kept the weight off? We're, we're taller guys who fluctuate weight, and uh, I'm really bad about packing it back on, man. How's it going for you? No, it's a struggle, man. It's a constant struggle, especially during the holiday season with all those candies and pretzels and candy-covered pretzels come out to play. Uh, it's hard. I put back on about, like, 10 pounds, but I, I got myself back focused. Uh, so, you know, I mean, we I lost 130 total, so 10's not, not the biggest thing in, in the swing of things, but I still want to keep going down. So, But I'm back on focus. I'm going to try to stay on focus at least till Christmas Day. Uh, and I'm just trying to, you know, it's going to be a struggle for the rest of my life, and I'm okay with it. I'm about to say, being on the road uh, as a comedian, it's very difficult to keep up, I guess one would say, a healthy diet, but you've done a very good job of it recently. How are you managing that? Obviously, you're trying to be creative and work on your material. <laughs> Crying himself to sleep every night. Yeah. <laughs> but you're also trying to also just take a little bit better care of yourself. Yeah, I mean, it really comes down to finding better places to go eat. It, <laughs> it is difficult in a lot of places. Uh, Starbucks is surprisingly very helpful. They have a nice oatmeal that I can get for, for breakfast. <laughs> nice. And then I'm usually just trying to find a, a brown rice bowl or a chicken sandwich, which, uh, you know, and just make sure I don't, and I just try not to eat after my shows anymore. And that, that really takes a lot of fun away because I used to be the best thing about the shows was getting off, getting off after work and eating a big old plate of nachos and playing video games and getting stoned. And now I can only do a couple of those <laughs> There you go. So, Ron, uh, I, I, we won't be seeing you doubling down on nachos or anything at Helium this weekend. But I, I guess what we should ask most importantly, and this is, I'm excited that you're on the phone to ask you this. Do you put sugar in your chili? My co-host has an issue with putting sugar in his chili. See, and now I, I have a problem with I this. See, I'm very curious to hear Ron's answer on this because Ron's in L.A., Oregon, Chicagoan. <laughs> so he's tale, been tale as old as time. Right. So he's yeah. been in different parts of the country. But Ron, I was telling my co-host that, hey, uh, I'm a brother. My family, from time to time, we will sprinkle some sugar from time to two in our chili. Time to time. Wait, wait, daily. Wait, is that odd? How odd? Is that not odd? That's normal, right? It's, I've heard of it. Do I agree with it? No. Those are <laughs> two you, different things. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I know a lot of people who do do that. I'm not surprised by it. Uh, but I think it's like also the difference between a person that likes sugar grits and cheese grits, you know? Oh, and I'm, I'm a cheese grits type of guy. I knew we'd hit the hard-hitting facts today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Matt you got to talk about my favorite seat. subject. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so this is just going to turn into a bunch of guys who don't want to be heavy, just dreaming about the different things that we shouldn't eat. <laughs> oh, no, that is 100% true. I woke up this morning, thought thinking that I had eaten an apple fritter for breakfast. And I was like, oh, I just dreamed that I got to eat a donut. I didn't. 
<laughs> That's where my life is right now. How has living in those different parts, of course, of the country, you going from, am I, let me see, make sure I got this correctly. You went, you were born in LA, but moved to Chicago, then moved to Salem, Oregon. Mm-hmm. How did that shape what you are now as a comedian? Those are some different places to grow up in. How did, how did that shape your material? I think it, you know, that's a good question. I mean, I think it just helped me get a a view on a lot of different perspectives. And I think it's what's helpful where uh, audiences that come out to see me are, they range a lot. I get a lot of different races. I get a lot of different age groups. And I think it's because I'm so well-traveled. And uh, the things where I, you know, that I learned in Chicago weren't necessarily cool in Oregon. And the things that were cool in Oregon would have gotten me beat up in Chicago. I just... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I just mostly learned to just enjoy what I enjoy and, and talk about whatever I want. It gave me, I think, a uh, wider frame of references and a wider things to, to talk about to relate to more people. I think it, it was very helpful. You hear what he said, Travis? He said a wider mm-hmm. frame of references. Drill down on your audience. <laughs> St. Louis, there's plenty of that, so don't uh, don't mess with that. But and again, too, congratulations on coming to St. Louis this weekend because we are known for our uh, our physique. And our very healthy fare when it comes to food, right, Trav? Mm, ranch on everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a struggle, but oh. I can I can deal with it. I bring in my uh, friend Ramona Rivas, who uh, he did a Comedy Central half hour, and he's another tall, big man, and uh, he, he I think he'll eat. He'll eat the ribs and he'll he'll have the chili with the sugar for me. <laughs> there you go. You can make that happen. So I saw you. I, th- I believe I saw you tweeting about uh, your feature. So that's that's unique too, man. That you're able to help out uh, another. I guess a friend or somebody that you is at least respect from a business standpoint, bringing feature on the road with you. Is that uh, is it make it more comfortable to travel? Do you appreciate that more? Obviously, you wouldn't be doing it if you weren't uh, fully behind uh, your feature for the weekend. Yeah, it just, I think it, it helps also shape the show. Um, a lot of times, you know, when you don't know who's opening for you, you, you might get someone whose uh, comedic style is like completely different than mine and, and may not help the show flow well. Like this way, like I, I and I, again, I just respect his work. I think he's a very, very funny person. Been on Broad Cities and doing just doing very well. And so it's just kind of my chance to help the show get better, help him get a little bit of a. Uh, his name out there a little more before he's out there headlining on his own. So Travis. it's just, and it's just always fun to work with your friends. It makes it less, less workish and have somebody to play NBA 2K with. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Travis, will you go ahead and tweet this out? Ron Funches hates St. Louis comics. Just go ahead and tweet that out. That's what, that's what I'm I sure there will be a St. Louis opener. Uh, I, that's, that is not true. I love the <laughs> It's too late. It's already out. It's viral. New people that are funny. <laughs> no, no, it's fantastic. It'll be a fun show. You've uh, you've definitely, you're super busy. You've done uh, plenty of TV. Your stand-up's kind of on fire. Does it feel good? I mean, I'm sure the repetitions are just in the thousands of nights that you've done comedy and to empty rooms, to, to big rooms, different things like that. I feel like, and maybe you agree with this, maybe you don't, there's some heat on you right now in a good way. It's uh, It's got to feel good to maybe, even if this is just the tip of the iceberg, uh, just to be kind of in that mode right now. I mean, you're you're kind of hitting that higher RPM as far as your career goes, or at least that's the feeling. Not to say you haven't been successful uh, for a bit, but I don't know. You you hear certain names more and more, and there's definitely a very positive vibe about you and your career right now. So I guess 
A, do you realize that's happening, or uh, or B, am I just completely wrong? Uh, A, I do not. I mean, half it's, it's half and half. It's like I think it's anyone's ego state, you know. And, and mm-hmm. thank you, first of all, thank you for saying those things. I need to hear them uh, <laughs> because on my end, it's more like I I have half my foot and being like, oh, okay, I'm getting ready to take off doing some things, pitching these shows out, writing things, and then the other end is like, oh, they'll probably just be like, ah, never mind. We don't, we don't need you. So it's just really like, I, you know, I'm right in the middle, and I feel like I got a lot of things going on, and I know I'm working harder than ever. Uh, and most part, I just try to feel grateful for where I'm at. I, I just purchased a home, uh, which I never thought I'd be able to do with comedy <laughs> money, and I did that, and, and everything else is just kind of icing on the cake. And uh, now I'm just trying to more give back and help my friends and, and just really dig into my comedy and get better and let, instead of being just stressed about surviving all the time. Um, that's really the only heat that I've gotten out of me. It's like, oh, okay, I know I can pay, I can pay my mortgage. Right. So, so that's, that's good. Other than that, I just try to just get better, stay in acting class, stay on stage, and, and just try to get better. That's it. Ron, what form do you prefer the most? You you got writing credits, of course. You wrote several episodes on the Kroll Show. Uh, you've done voiceover work. You've done acting. What particular form do you prefer? Or where do you think you shine the brightest? Uh, my favorite is still stand up because it's immediate. You know, you don't have to audition. You don't have to get approval for people. Uh, they don't ask you where you're going when you're going to the bathroom. Uh, so <laughs> it's, it's much more independent, much more of a, of a fun job. And I get to, but I love, I love them all. I love acting. I, I, I enjoy writing. I don't think if anyone says they love writing, that's a weird person to me because it's really hard and a lot of oh, just being like, this sucks. But, uh, I, I would just love doing anything I haven't done before, and especially like doing the voiceover work. There's things that my son can watch, and uh, he gets excited about them. I'm able to take him to like you know, Trolls movie premiere and things like that. It, it's just really like uh, lessons that I never even thought about. If you were like, "Oh, this is a dream come true," like I never even dreamed I would ever like be in the studio singing songs of a giraffe with Justin Timberlake. That's <laughs> right. not something I would ever dream about. Uh, so, I mean, I'm just hopeful that I'll keep doing anything, whatever they want me to do. Hopefully I'll do some plays. I would like to be on Broadway sometime. Nice. I mean, I'm, I'm up for anything. I just don't want to limit myself. You did a good-looking cat. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know it. <laughs> I, I, did you also have a dream one day of winning the Iron Man Heavy Metal Weight Championship as well in wrestling? Right. Yes. yes I did dream of that. I did dream of that. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us a little bit about that. I, that that was the my favorite fun fact to discover about you. Yeah, I mean, I've just been a big fan of wrestling my entire life, and been lucky enough to become friends with some wrestlers I grew up liking. And and uh, at one point, there's just this title that's independent in Japan. It's a real actual wrestling title, 
and they defend it everywhere and at any time. And um, I want it at a That's Dorito awesome. shop in San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> right, I want you to yeah, and shout down my co-host because I talk about my love for professional wrestling all the time. I try you to get, get out to WrestleMania. Thinks about wrestling. <laughs> I tell him about how I love going to WrestleMania and seeing seventy-five thousand people just go nuts from all ages. Let him know that people from all walks of life still to this day absolutely love and continue to follow professional wrestling uh, wrestling is huge right now especially on the independent scene yes. outside of like the wwe it's just it's a huge event it, there's a bit in here called pro wrestling gorilla that rivals any yeah. any type of rock show any type of comedy show like Celebrity shows up. Uh, Topanga Lawrence from Boy Meets World nice. is there all the time. Wait, it is. Where is this show at? It's in Reseda, Reseda, California. <laughs> I was going to say, my younger brother lives in uh, Orange County, and his wife is from Orange. And so I guess like they've seen Topanga out plenty. They're like, oh, yeah, she's always around. So that's great to hear that she's making it out to the show, too. <laughs> it's a small world. That's right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. very popular. Yeah. Was it yeah, weird when you screamed? Yeah, wrestling is similar to comedy. You know, I know exactly what it feels like to throw myself through a table fifty bucks, <laughs> at least, you know, emotionally. Yeah, and they're just doing it physically. Yeah, I'm For, getting ready to go to wrestling school and, and do some in January. I'm going to learn. I'm going to do some matches. I'm in it. I'm in what, it. What's your agent think about that? And what kind of insurance policy was uh, was provided? <laughs> <upon that? laughs> I try to downplay how dangerous it could be. Well, well, yeah, you're, you're, See, you're telling us you're going to school. You tell them you're going for like an observational, like uh, like a th oh, I'm going to shoot a funny YouTube video. When in reality, yeah, you're you in tell there them I got a new trainer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a little, a little different. <laughs> hey, hey, Ron. Along the way, you like I said, you've recently had some great successes. Who has helped you manage some of this newfound success, as far as on this level, at least? Is there anybody that you've come across in some of the shows or along the the comedy? Uh, scene that has jumped out to maybe lend themselves as a helping hand? I mean, you know, I mean, luckily for me, I have a great manager who mm -hmm. always has kind of steered me in the right way and believes in me way more than I believed in myself from the very beginning. And she's kind of been instrumental in making sure that I consider myself a, a big deal and not just take like uh uh, I remember there was a commercial. I was just really broke, and I wanted to take a commercial where I was going to be a, a roach. And she was all like, you might be broke now, but that commercial will last forever. Oh, and, wow. Uh, <laughs> so she's like, you might want to not do that. Um, and then com comedically, I mean, it's just a great community. I've been people like Pat Oswalt, uh, John Mulaney, um, and of course, like Nick Kroll, who gave me my first job. Uh, they still keep in touch with me and kind of, uh, if I have any questions about, you know, trying to put together a special or trying to put together a show, I know I can go and ask them and get good advice from them. And mostly just keeping my mouth shut and listening <laughs> when I was working on, on things like the Cole show. Because, uh, you know, when I go back and, and you look at all the people on that, it's kind of like a who's who of, of young Hollywood comedians and things. And I was just lucky enough to kind of learn from Nick and Jenny Slade and John Daly and, right. and all these other people. It's awesome. I, I was I mean, so important I, too. Uh, not everybody does that. It, the the degrees of you know in quotes making it are so different, and people just think, oh well, hey, you're on this TV show, or you're you've done uh, a theater show. You hell even oh this guy's featured for Dave Chappelle. Like these aren't <laughs> things that uh, 
okay, I've made it. You have to just constantly be moving and working hard. I'd love to hear you say that you just shut up and listen. That's uh, It's so important in whatever field you're in. Absolutely. I mean, it's a constant grind. That was one of the, uh, I mean, I used to think like that. They're like, well, this one thing could make me um, until and the first one I thought it was when, when I did my first Conan appearance. And then Great point. Uh, the next day after Conan, I had to go back to Portland and, and go back and do open mic in front of like six people. And I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, this is just what this is. This is my life. And I just have to, there will always be a next day and I always have to just keep grinding. So to me, there's no point in getting like a big head over there's always ups and lows, you know, and that's another thing that people teach me. Um, I think I would be remiss if I didn't say, like, uh, specifically, like, Kamel Nanjiani and um, Eric Andre as well. Nice. They've been very, very nice to me. You're a big Bulls fan, and I wanted to get your opinion on this in regards to the Miritic and Porter Portis fight. Uh, they're mm-hmm. still teammates. Uh, in fact, I just saw a picture on Twitter of them giving each other a fist pound. After uh, Portis did a very good job on a on a series, um, what are your thoughts on being able to coexist with a teammate who broke your jaw? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean he's a bigger man than I am. I'd be ready to j- just jump well, him as soon as I got back. Uh, I, I be doing lots of different pranks, putting icy hot and all this different stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he a- would never be able to eat around me. I just can't trust him. Plus, I mean the Bulls are garbage right now, and that makes me so sad that they're on like a six-game losing streak. Uh, we got a couple of good pieces. The, the rookie it looked really good. But, man, I would just, last night, I mean, that's as much as a Bulls fan I am. I'm just, like, still thinking about, like, man, why didn't uh, Dwayne Wade or, yeah. or, uh, or Carmelo Anthony, why didn't they come when they were younger when we could have really <laughs> beaten them? We could, we could, I feel like the Bulls, could, if we had Dwayne Wade, Carmelo and Jimmy Butler back then, we would have been unstoppable, and now we're now we're trash. Do you do you and take to the theory that because Chicago was so blessed with great basketball for so long, with Jordan being there, that from Butler to Rose to D Wade, that that that's just the natural way of things are going to have to work for the Bulls? Yeah, I mean, it's also the Bulls. Um, the management is known yeah. for a long time, known for being trash. You know, it's just <laughs> they tried to underpay Michael Jordan. So it's like they, you know, they know they have a good product. They know, like, no matter how the Bulls do, they still are like the top selling jerseys in the league. They still sell out no matter what. So I don't think they have that type of. Uh, it's not like the Spurs or anything where they're constantly trying to strive for excellence they they were happy you know being 500 for most years and and we you know unfortunately we can't really predict something like you know what happened to derrick rose he was looking oh, like wow, you right. know, a world beater for a while but injuries happen and uh, <laughs> i mean it's just it's just sad as a chicago bulls fan but i guess now they just joined the bears as being, you know <laughs> oh god the bears <laughs> hey rob before we get you out of here i know you done uh superhero show uh briefly on nbc uh today uh while we're talking we of course saw the the drop of the brand new marvel film of avengers affinity war do you get excited about those things? are you a big superhero person we have a co-host that absolutely refuses to watch marvel yeah, we, films. so we do a morning radio show and that was the topic this morning that he's basically just he's checked out and we don't appreciate well that. we don't care for we love the marvel <laughs> films what are you what are your how do you feel about the new trailer you get do you get excited about these things 
I get excited about it as a longtime nerd, especially also as the father of a big nerd. Yeah, yeah. Um, I end up seeing most of these films no matter what. But I, there's so many now that I, I can pick and choose a little bit. <laughs> um, I'm mostly I'm more excited about Black Panther than anything. Heck yeah! To be honest with you, yeah, I bet it'll be so, mediocre. Kind of like Get Out. Oh, relax. <laughs> <laughs> if it is, I can't wait. <laughs> Man, it, I, I, Ron, give me advice on this. And so I'm white, and I thought it would be fun. So Get Out, obviously, very good, very entertaining, uh, great story, and just a very – yeah, there we go. Got it out of the way. It's a, it's a fantastic Uh-oh. film. I thought it would be funny to incite some shit by just tweeting out, Get Out is just okay. Like, that would be the tweet, and I feel like the amount of heat I would have taken – wouldn't have been worth the uh, seven people that thought it was mildly funny. No, I agree with you. People love that movie, and people <laughs> love the fact that they uh, that they got to do a, a, a horror movie where where the uh, villain was just whiteness. So I think <laughs> that <laughs> you're going to be walking into a hornet's nest that you. Do that. I'll uh, I'll avoid that for the time being. As long you know, as long as you guys don't say anything about mad about you, okay? That's the deal. Fair. That's fair. You got it. Hey, Paul Reiser's the man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he can hire you, so you have to say that, right? <laughs> no, Ron, we're excited to see you at Helium this weekend. We really appreciate all the time, man. And next time you come through, stop by the studio. We'd love to have you in. I'd love to. Appreciate you guys. Thank you for helping me. Thanks, Ron. Cheers, Have man. a good one. Ron Funches. Check him out at Helium Comedy Club this weekend. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to us with the great Ron Funches. Go see him at Helium this weekend. While you're at it this holiday season, stay healthy. Order some Neovitin. Type in L-I-V-E. That's for live. Do it at neovitin.com. It'll save you five bucks off your subscription that you can pause at any time. Oh, and while you're at it, Barrel Beard and Tattoo Oil, wonderful sponsor. What? I can't talk, but I'm going to keep talking anyway. Barrel Beard, Tattoo Oil, wonderful sponsor of ours. Jeremy Allen Stanton brings you a quality product. If you're looking for a gift, uh, it's not just for beards. It's great for your hair, great for your skin. Keep it going. Keep supporting those who support us. Thanks, everybody.